Hi, my name is Kenny. And I'm Mark. And this is... All I want to do is talk about Madonna. Album one, side one, track one. Lucky Star. Okay, for me, Lucky Star is the origin song. Like, it's like the... It's like the original. It's like where it all came from, right? It's that that sound at the beginning. That what would you call the that? The burble sound? of synth. That to me feels like I always imagine like in the story of Madonna. It's like she's arriving like Glinda the Good Witch. Like when she starts, it's like a little little thing in the sky. She's a little star, and she's arriving to Earth yeah. with this song. That's mm. like. I'm I'm here, fully formed. I've arrived to help you. This song is very much of the Danceteria uh, East Village vibe that had kind of emerged at that time, and it was less cocainey and druggy and more uh, dirty and joyful. Mm. And I feel like that combined with kind of the youthful innocence of the song uh, really makes it this other. It, it it's. It's quite sweet. It's actually one of the sweetest tracks on the record. Who is she singing about? Well, she wrote it for Mark Kamens, who was the DJ at Danceteria, who um, she said he's basically, uh, he was, they were dating, and she said, if I write a song about you, will you play it at Danceteria? That was a way to get her stuff played at Danceteria. Oh, you see, because I thought she was with Jellybean Benitez at this time. I think she may have been, but I think... Because my understanding is that Mark, he yeah. that that Jelly Bean like that she was working with another producer on this album, right? Mm-hmm. And then she didn't like the way that he was producing the songs, yeah. and so then she brought in Jelly Bean. But no, um, but that happened much later. This song was was one of the songs that she came to the project with. Really? Yeah. Did you think there's a demo of it? Because I've never heard a demo of this song. No, I think there is. Um, I don't think those demo the demos from Madonna the album will see the light of day because I don't think her vocals are up to par. What? I, I think it's, I know, right? I think it's more of a guiding track, kind of. I mean, I, mean, I meant like there's that demo, that the, the infamous demo that she had with like everybody, yeah. and Ain't No Big Deal. Yeah. I think those are the only two. Crimes of Passion oh, is God. on that. I remember that song. <laughs> I, um, the, <laughs> I always think that maybe she's talking about her mom, you know, just to go to Interesting. Madonna iconography. Um, that's a way I like to think of it. I mean, I and I also think it's it's kind of um, it's a song about ambition in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, you might be my lucky star, starlight, star bright. It it has a kind of uh, there's an ambition to the vocal. I think she really uh, works very hard all through this record, but because this is the first song, and it was actually, it was supposed to be the title of the album. Oh, right, right. Before they named it Madonna. It was going to be called Lucky Star. I think that she knew it was it was her first, it was her introduction on the record. I, I think it meant a lot to her that she wrote the song mm-hmm. it's herself, mm-hmm. and that was going to be the, the lead song. I feel like she sings it in a, in a way that is very um, eager and... Like muscular, surprisingly muscular. Well, you wouldn't. No one would ever say, "Oh, Madonna's a great singer," except mm. she is. She's like a really good vocalist in yeah, a way. Like I agree. she's a very particular thing. Um, and so it was something else that made the song yearn. 
you know, mm. and it was to think that her need, like she's like, I need to reach you through the song. Like she had a true need to connect. The production for this song is really, really great. I agree. It's super clean. Mm. I also, speaking of production, wanted to talk about the background vocals. Yes. Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Gwen Guthrie sings background on this, Ooh. which I just want to check in about her. You, yes, you're checking out in the liner yes, notes, right? Gwen Guthrie is on this track. And you know, I mean, Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Do you know that song? <laughs> no. Oh, are you don't? No. Okay, you have to look it up because it. And just, I'm just going to give it you by the lyrics. Gwen Guthrie. Yes, it's her big hit, and she was a big like downtown diva. She had a ton of dance uh-huh. singles, and then she's singing background on the Madonna album. But yeah. she, her her big song was called "Ain't Nothing Going On But the Rent." You got to have a job if you want to be with me. Ah, ain't nothing going on but the rent. Kind of like an echo of a later Madonna song. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, so you should check her out, but it's interesting too because I think all through this album, it's that that mesh of Madonna's voice with then clearly, you know, um, black background yeah. singers. That there's something about those melodies or that that harmony, mm. right? Um, that sounds really beautiful and, yeah. and re- elevates her voice in a way. Well, and it reflects Madonna's own upbringing and childhood and uh, listening to R&B music as a, as a kid in the 60s in Michigan and then into the 70s. And, and also, she's coming out of, out of a, few, a, you know, a few years of living in New York City at the tail end of disco in the 70s. Totally. And primarily, a lot of those disco hits were by black women. Totally. I mean, and I think this also brings up something that we should keep coming back to, which is that there's always been this accusation and this sort of understanding that maybe Madonna's like co-opting cultures Mm. and taking over, you know, and that this is one of those ways that, because I think before she had a video, and I just want to touch in about the video before we end, before the video, no one knew if she was black or white. Yes. Right? Well, that was also because everybody, the cover of the first single was um, a an illustration right. of the city, of, of the of a city street right. versus her fa- her face. Right, right. Which I'm presuming is ultimately intentional. Oh, right? oh of course. Um, but yeah, can you separate this song from the video? It's the video that really has no storyline and it relies entirely on her charisma and the dancer's to like keep you engaged. Totally. It's a white background. It's two dancers. One, the famous uh, tattletale Erica Bell. And I think what's interesting about it is, you know, it's the three of them dancing, and then lots of close-ups of Madonna. And really, it's just about her charisma and her chutzpah that keeps this the the video engaging. Maripol also uh, styled oh, yes, her for yes, that video. Yes, a very fam- well, let's all thank Maripol. Maripol was We love you, know. you Maripol. I was thinking about the life of this song and I think she's only I don't think she sang it on the uh Who's That Girl tour. I think the only two times she sang it live mm-hmm. was on the Virgin tour in a very kind of straight version mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the version she did on Confessions that went into Hung, hung Up. Yes, that's which, actually amazing version. Which was a whole that was a whole different totally version. Different. Um it's an amazing beginning to the record and I think also, you know, for all of its beauty, it was it wound up being the third single for the record. Right. Uh and so we'd already had a couple of other songs to kind of introduce ourselves to her. 
And it was the third official single, but there were other songs before that even, because I think, well, we'll get to it, but everybody in Physical Attraction were already out there too. Already out so, in the clubs. So, but yeah, it's an amazing opening to a first album. Yes. Till next time. Bye. Bye.